want to kick Baby Yoda in the ribs. That kid goes to Temple? My my TikTok name is Peter2008. I didn't want to do a Greta Van Fleet thing. It's basically a Weezer ripoff. Anarchist bullshit. I actually had a song that I wrote when I was like 10 years old. You should just interview Maria. Hello, and welcome back to the Bell Tower Hour. Um, this is the second episode of our spring 2021 season. I'm Nicholas Moore, I'm host. Hi guys, my name is Maria DiPietro. I'm the producer of Bell Tower Hour. Cool. And today our guest is the wonderful, uh, multi-talented singer-songwriter, multi-instrumentalist, YouTube content creator, um, pretty popular online, and coziest person in any given Zoom room, uh, Billy Cobb. Thanks for joining us, Billy. How's it going? It's going good. It's going uh, well. I mean, I'm here, so as good as it can go. Um, so Billy kind of said this before, singer songwriter, um, releases an overwhelming amount of music. Uh, <laughs> uh, most recently, a uh, bear album that came out earlier this year. It's like your, your third or fourth full length record, like in like five years. I've um, lost, I've lost count, but something like that as well. Um, the uh your Zerwi albums are finally getting issued uh i don't know if it's the first or second issue physically but they're getting vinyl cassette uh releases what's going on in your world um yeah is there anything else you want to add i mean uh yeah those two uh the the Zerwis are definitely my most popular records especially the first one and and those were popular enough i guess to to get a uh, vinyl pressing and not just vinyl though they, they just got cds and cassettes as well and uh, that's pretty cool i've always wanted to see my my albums on vinyl and and i'm hoping i can get more uh can can get more out there but that's that's all there is for now but hoping there can be more soon yeah i i mean i hope so too that's kind of like a that's a really exciting thing um just like seeing your music physically like that i imagine is really cool have those come come in yet or is that still a pre-order um i think it's a pre-order i'm not entirely sure because like i don't actually do all the selling and making and stuff that's through, done through a company so i just kind of yeah. let them do their thing and i get a percentage <laughs> and uh and um i i, I get like some t free test uh some some free press copies or whatever which is cool so like i don't have to buy them myself like i just get a bunch of them sent to me so that's that's exciting yeah that's yeah it that is exciting so i kind of hinted at this earlier but You've been active for quite some time. It seems like you uh, released your first album in 2016. I know a lot of stuff has kind of come and gone from your band camp, but um, what kind of um, inspired you to start making music? Um, so I, I, I've been making things pretty much my entire life whether or not that i mean i've always been interested in movies and music and like telling stories and, and just making things in general ever since i was literally in elementary school and um and i and i really like music and i was interested in the way music sounds and like how how things are are sound sonically and like oh this sounds really cool this sounds really good i wish i could make something like that and then and basically i always like making things and and one of the easiest easier things to make or at least i thought it would be easy um what well, is music because you know you can just record it and put it together on a computer you don't have to like film anything you can just it's it's easier to, to for me it's easier to tell stories through music so so i started like singing i was always like a singer and stuff growing up like i, I like singing stuff and then i started learning guitar as my first instrument and um so now i was around middle school and then i my dad also was, isn't like he's like in a a, a band sort of thing like he, he has like a, a a little band that he goes out and plays with his friends but like he has a bunch of recordings or like you know audio equipment so i i like around 2012 or so i i got like a Tascam recorder and started recording some things and 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 i realized wow this is actually a little bit harder than i thought it would be <laughs> like like you would think that you could just like put a microphone in front of you and record it and it would sound like professional but it really doesn't there there's so much more to it so so then in 2014 i was gifted with uh, an actual uh, recording interface and some good microphones and stuff so that's when i i started actually getting more into the the art of recording and and um 
And also I was like just really getting into music at the time. Uh, a big band that inspired me to start was My Chemical Romance. I went through like this huge My Chemical Romance phase in, in high school. And that's kind of what inspired me to start making uh, tunes. But but yeah, I just I just keep I, I'm still learning. I'm still trying to improve on my recording and and my craft and my writing and everything. And you can certainly hear it. Uh, like my older records kind of sound really terrible sometimes. Um, but I think it's getting a lot better. And uh, yeah, so it's it's just something I've always been interested in, and something I've been working on, and I think I'm getting better at. And I just that's why I, that's kind of why I make so many albums. It's just like a hobby, pretty much the yeah. hobby that just happened to work out, I guess. So you, you started playing, you said around in middle school. Prior to that, did music play like a, a pretty major role in your life? Or did um, you just like dive? And... Yeah, I mean, no, like, yeah, I, I, uh, I mean, I, I grew up with, with stuff like Green Day and, and like I used to listen to a lot of that alternative rock radio stuff like uh, All American Rejects and and The oh, Fray yeah. and Coldplay and like <laughs> yeah, oh, nice yeah like I, all that stuff kind of like shaped my my young self in music or whatever and I was like always wanted to make rock music and stuff and um, so like I and I and I was at the time I was just a singer because like I was I guess my hands were too tiny and I was too impatient to learn anything but to any, any music uh, or any um, instruments rather. Um, but now I know like a bunch of instruments, but like, yeah. So before that, I, I, I really like, like I said, I love making stuff. I, I still love movies and stuff, but movies are a little more expensive and tougher to make. So I guess I leaned more towards music. And, um, and so, yeah, like I said, it, um, it, it's something that, that I always loved doing and, and, and making and in fact I actually had a song that I wrote when I was like 10 years old or so and I put it I recorded it like many years later and put it on a 2016 my 2016 self-titled EP called full season and that was like I wrote that when I was 10 and I, I made yeah. it when I was like 17 or something so that was pretty cool I was like wow I'm sure my 10 year old self would be really proud of me yeah, that's it's cool that a song like that stuck with you for long enough. At seventeen, you're like, yeah, it's still worth putting out. It's awesome. Was there a, um, you know, was there like a lot of people who get into music that have a specific album that like they latched onto as a kid that was like, yes, this is the one that was made me realize like, yeah, music is cool. Did you did you have an album like that? Um, well, for me, um, it was well actually. And believe it or not, I I was. This is kind of weird because I'm like a I'm, I'm obviously like a more rock oriented oriented guy, but like, it back in middle school, what kind of made me like really click was Eminem. Believe it or not, <laughs> like early Eminem just like kind of resonated with me so so much. Not so much today, but yeah. Back but then, when you're in middle school, it, yeah, it, back then, it, like that hit, that, <laughs> yeah, that hit like the, hit the the good spot, and then I I was like, wow. Like that, that really got me into, into stuff. But then like later on in high school, like two albums that come to mind were The Black Parade by My Chemical Romance and uh, The Wall by Pink Floyd actually had a huge impact as well. So those, those were some nice. big ones. Yeah, those, are, those are good picks. Um, I also noticed it, um, it sounds like you were writing your own music a little bit before this, but um, as far as like things that you started putting out online for other people to listen to you started out with with covers i noticed you had a bunch of gerard way covers earlier in your youtube um what inspired the shift to like i want to start releasing my own music or was that always kind of in the cards well that was yeah that was always in the cards i always wanted to do that uh my first my very first video on youtube that i uploaded was um was a Gerard Way cover of lead singer My Chemical Romance because well what it was was he had he had performed this awesome song live that he never released or like he never recorded or I guess he might have recorded but he never released it and you know, he's, there was only videos of him performing it live and I was like yeah. wow I really wish I had a studio version to listen to or like a version of the song to listen to so I recorded my own version and I put it out and it got like 15,000 views or whatever for like my first video so that was oh, pretty man. cool yeah that is sick I yeah. did. I I noticed a couple of those showed up in your in your YouTube. By the way, thank you so much for the um, 
sister to sleep studio version oh yeah yeah. I think I, that one's a little rough. If I could have gone back and do it again, I definitely would. But yeah, that was that was another one that was kind of the same story. And then I mean, the, only, the only existing version of that actual song is like a really, really grimy basement. So that's like you can barely understand it, but it's it's still pretty cool. Yeah, I was about to say, don't apologize about that being rough. Your version yeah. is, is leagues ahead of that um like you can barely hear the song yeah you that, really i don't know that what that version. was recorded on probably like some like really old digital camcorder yeah but it's pro- yeah probably just ripped from a from a tape but um i'm surprised you're <laughs> i mean not doubting your talent or anything but just that you were able to pull a song out of that it wasn't version. easy it was really impressive somehow everything. someone had the lyrics online so um i don't I, those are probably not even accurate but i i, I just read yeah. from those who knows really so um i mean after that shift away from covers at least in your released music um you've stayed super busy i mean to say you've stayed super busy would be kind of an understatement um how do you stay so motivated like what's what's the push behind you know just in the last year i think yeah you, you've had like over 10 releases like singles and eps um have i i think so i think <laughs> yeah, i counted. No, yeah no yeah that's a yeah. lot i've lost count um i it's really just um i mean obviously life experiences will will make me want to make things but like all of my music is inspired like if i'm hearing a new sound or something or like a new record that i really like and i'll be like i kind of want to like I, I feed off of that energy, like that something new that I haven't heard. Uh, it's it's almost getting harder and harder because of that, because like I feel like I've I've explored so much music at this point that it's it's harder for me to find things that I really like. And then things that I do really like now, it's like so complex that I, I can't even make it myself. Like and if I did, it wouldn't really resonate with a lot of people. So that's also another balance I have to do. So I, I don't know. I I guess um I guess I, I just like recording things more than anything. Like I like, I, I like making things and then seeing the final product. So that's like kind of what motivates me to keep going and also improving. Like I like, I like putting things together and then making sure they sound polished and good. And like, that's, that's just, it's just a hobby, you know, that's, it's, it's really a hobby, like just um, recording. I, I like writing, but recording is like, is kind of what makes me keep going because I like I love recording I love recording and mixing and doing all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's I mean that's a that's a great mentality for a recording musician to have. I, I'm sure a lot of people are jealous of that uh, level of work ethic. Um, but we've got to talk about Zerwi. Of course, um, of course, we've got to talk about Zerwi. Um, so just just to start it out what was your thought process? I, I feel like I can read the thought process behind releasing that. Well, if you can't tell by the name, it's uh, it's very much a Weezer inspired. It's basically a Weezer ripoff. So what happened was around, I made it in 2019 and my favorite album of like all time is actually Weezer's 2016 white album. I just love that album to death. I, I love a lot of their album, other albums too. Like I'm a huge Weezer fan, but but like that album just like really struck a chord with me. And um, like and and Weezer's notorious for having a very mixed catalog. Like some of their albums are just really really good, and then other ones are just trash. <laughs> so so the thing was was that uh, they released this awesome album, like one of their best albums they made in 2016. And then they've been releasing a couple albums after that, but none of them ever captured the gusto of of the White Album. And I was like, well, I want that energy back, so I might as well make it myself. (laughs) So I kind of made a Weezer-sounding EP uh, called Zerwi. Like, I didn't want to, I didn't want to, like, I didn't want to do a Greta Van Fleet thing where like I just blatantly ripped off another band and didn't acknowledge it. I I wanted to do like something where I was like, yes, I know this is, I know this sounds like Weezer. That's the point. Like I wanted it to be like a ripoff thing, but like it would still be fun. 
and uh a lot of people really really liked it and it's got a lot of streams and stuff so that's cool yeah and obviously has pressings now too picked up on that <laughs> you're, such, you're such a humble king about it i must say yeah well thanks i guess <laughs> so yeah you just mentioned this but they've gained both of the projects ep and lp have gained a pretty astonishing amount of traction in the weezer community not to discredit how good they are because they're honestly awesome um that's not just me kissing up to you i very yeah, yeah yeah but um but it's to the point where you have your own like weezerpedia page like yeah <laughs> yeah it was um it's a blessing and a curse uh because i mean it's more of a blessing because like i yes i i am very popular in the weezer fandom i've i've actually i've actually um talked to one of the band members i've talked to their drummer um quite a bit actually every now and then we talk about stuff and but like uh the whole band has heard it i know i uh i know i'm pretty sure their bassist liked it um i i don't really know what what rivers cuomo thinks of it but i know he's heard it yeah um but yeah it, it's so yeah it's gotten pretty big uh but it's also a curse because like a lot of people think like oh like you're this guy's just ripping off weezer like and, and the thing is, is some people go online and they say oh this is so much better than actual weezer right now and then and then people get really mad at that because it's like obviously i'm copying another band and then people get take that out on me because other people said that they say like like oh you think you're better than Weezer blah 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 like no I I don't want I don't want to get that across like I just wanted to make a tribute record that was fun and and blah 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 but but yeah so it has it has been both a blessing and a curse but it is quite well known in the Weezer verse as we call it the Weezer verse when you were when you were recording it and I guess planning the project was this at all the response that you expected no not really um i see the thing is i i had up to this point i believe i had made already some like weezer covers and stuff or something in the weezer community or something that like some people already like followed my stuff not really but like i didn't expect it to get that big for sure um like the literally the day I posted it, it became a meme on the on the subreddit on the Weezer subreddit, and like all 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 of it was just a Zerwe post, which was like it's really bizarre now thinking back on it. In fact, Zerwe wasn't even going, almost didn't exist. It almost didn't happen. Like I, I, I like I I had come up with it. I had con I had conceptualized it, and I was going to make it and everything, and then I thought, hmm. Nah, it's been, this is a sound that's been done before. Like all these songs have been done over and over again. Like we, nobody needs to hear it. Nobody wants to hear this again. And I almost just completely scrapped it. Just didn't do anything with it. And then I don't know. I was actually a temple, and I was just like sitting, waiting for a train or whatever. And I was like, you know what? Maybe I will do it. And I had a lot of fun doing it too. I thought, um, and that's that. Those are kind of the I feel to me to me. Um, my best records are the ones that I have fun making, uh, because that then they just end up sounding inspired and and just have a lot of fun energy to them. So that was one of those. But yeah, this is always an interesting specimen. Billy, like when you filled out the media department form and you, I was going through all everyone's answers and I wanted to see who was a musician. You're like, oh yeah, like I make music, like whatever. So I was like, oh, let me check him out. And I was like with my boyfriend and I started, I went on your Spotify and I just like, I, I didn't know anything about Zerwe. I've heard it before, like I've heard of it, but I didn't really make the connection. And I started playing it and my boyfriend was like, that's Zerwe. He was like, that kid goes to Temple and he's <laughs> class. Like he started freaking out. It was so funny. I've had some some really cool stories like that uh like just people i know will just like show other people like my album or whatever and they'll be like i know that guy like he i he's like yeah um yeah i don't know i don't like i i guess i'm not that open about it to like people that i know because because like i don't like making a big deal out of myself like i don't i don't want to like make myself seem like i'm i think i'm important or anything uh but like it's cool when stuff like that happens i actually had a 
a, a guy in in one of my classes approached me and was like, Hey, are you Billy Cobb? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, Oh dude, I love your work. And I was like, Oh, that's cool. And we ended up actually doing a group project together. That's, yeah, that's sick. Has, um, I guess the way that, uh, e e uh, the Zerwi projects have like precipitated and, and, um, become as, as popular as they have. And just like your thought process going into recording that. Has that affected the way that you write and record music like since then? I definitely do think it does a little bit. I mean, I think in general, making Weezer sounding songs are just like some of the most fun you can have just because they're oh, like simple, simple pop rock, you know, like just 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 fun. That's all it is. Just fun pop rock. And like sometimes that's that's the most fun you can have. But like at the same, same time, I like making more try to make more complex things every now and then but like but i do think like you can definitely hear on some of my records after zuri like some songs that sound very weezery and that just like stems from that because it's just so fun to make them um so yeah i definitely do think it has an impact on it but i honestly i don't think i'll ever make another zuri i i wasn't i wasn't even planning on making zuri too but so many people wanted it and i was like well all right i guess i'll make it and um but yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to just be like the Zuri guy. I don't like. Yeah. I want to. I want people to like hear my other stuff too. I don't want to just be the Weezer ripoff guy. I mean, don't get me wrong. It was. It was. I like those records, especially the first EP. I think the first EP is really fun. But like, you know, I don't want to just just be known for that. So I don't want to just keep on ripping them off and making money from it. You know. I definitely. I yeah. I understand. Don't want to be the Zuri guy. Don't want to be pigeonholed. So I mean. Despite being the Zerwi guy to some people, you've released a pretty incredible amount of music. I've, all, I've already touched on this, especially during quarantine. Um, just on, on Apple Music, I think I counted 11 things that you've released just since uh, the pandemic started. Um, wow. Has the role that music played has played in your life has that changed at all during the pandemic or is it just like honestly I, can. I think i have more time now it's honestly i think it's it's strange because it's like it's a it's it's a good thing and a bad thing because i i have so much more time now to just record and do things which is probably why i'm releasing so much because like that's um I don't like to force myself to record things like and sometimes uh, when I have all this time, I feel like I I'm doing that, which I don't like. I don't like putting things out like that are forced and that I'm just recording because I want to make myself record or whatever. But like I feel like that has also been a part of it just because I've had so much time. So like that's kind of a downside, but also an upside is that I do have the time. So in case I actually want to make something, I have all that time, all the time in the world to do so. But another thing, another big thing is that obviously since I'm not going anywhere, um, I, like there's not a lot of experiences to write about, you know. Um, and, and it's not like I'm always writing about experiences. I like writing, I like writing stories and songs or just making up random characters and stuff and and doing all that but um but you know obviously there needs to be real life experience to to motivate you to make these kind of things so that that's lacking a little bit in fact i haven't gone anywhere in so long that my car actually died the other day because i hadn't gone anywhere because apparently if you neglect cars they die or the battery dies or whatever so that's that's cool I, I feel you. I've, I've been in the same position, just making less music about it. So back to Zerwi. <laughs> um, cassettes, vinyl, CDs coming. Um, I think that the, uh, the, the website that the pre-order is on said February, but I, I don't know what your time frame looks like on that. Um, I think that most artists would probably agree that this is kind of like a Again, not trying to kiss up to you. This is a pretty like that's a pretty big achievement for an indie artist. Getting I I, I agree, uh, and it's and it's awesome because um, I mean, like I said, I always wanted to to have especially vinyl. Uh, vinyl, yeah. I, like I collect vinyl, and like I think vinyl is like the 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 best form of album or like physical media or whatever. Like I like the artwork and like the the just like holding it. I just like holding it and looking at it. Yeah. But like I, I think that's really cool though that like I now one of my albums is gonna be on a record. And um and the best part about it was is like 
like vinyls ex- like if you want to press vinyl yourself it's expensive like it's it's yes. hard it's like three thousand dollars for like 500 copies or something like that so it's like it's like sometimes the pr- like the price um is like you'd have to be charging like sixty dollars per record in order to make a profit off of that usually if you're doing it by yourself which is really tough but um for this in this scenario like i i had a company or a label approach me and was like hey uh we'll do all of this for you and we'll give you 50 percent of the profits once we break even i was like that's a great deal like i'm just so thankful for that like i'm glad that i can have that and they said that uh if if zuri performs well um then which it seems like it has been so far hope uh then then we could potentially get more pressed um which is really cool because like i, I um two albums that that uh we have in mind are halloween four and my new one the bear album or self-titled uh so that's 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 something I I'm looking forward to, and hopefully that happens. What was your like initial reaction to hearing that news? Like when they contacted you? Um, I I mean I I don't really know. I, everything just kind of comes and goes with me. I I I I mean I'm very. It's like it was like really cool. I know you know I I was pretty happy. I was like you know dancing around a little bit once I heard the news, but. I, I, I don't really know how to answer that question. I'm very like indifferent towards a lot of things. I know, I, but like, I don't even know. I don't think about these it's things. It's too humble, dude. I, uh, but I, no, I definitely. So I, humble. I, so humble. It's so funny. But that's, a, really, that's a crazy thing to process. I admire like, it so much. Yeah. It's cool though. Like, don't get me wrong. It's very cool. Like, I'm very, very thankful. Like, it's it's so awesome. Like, I can't wait to hold it and just stare at it and just be like, put it on the wall or something. Yeah. Have you gotten the the test presses yet? Not yet. No, but Damn. I'm looking forward to it. I was hoping you could show us. Nah, um, not yet. Yeah. Maybe, There's also maybe cassettes the... too, which is pretty cool. I, I cassettes are pretty neat. That is. I've got mine right there. Very nice. Cool. Um. So. I'm kind of away from the Zerwi stuff for a little bit. Don't want to get any any Zerwi fatigue. We wouldn't want that. But on top of being a music making powerhouse, that's not me. That's what my notes say. Um, you're also a pretty prolific YouTuber. Um, I didn't realize how many of your videos I had seen until I was scrolling through your account. Like. I like I vividly remember like a couple months ago being over at a friend's house and like nobody knew what to like we were just like sitting around talking so they threw on YouTube videos and they threw on um what was it um uh, the auto complete version like the Google auto complete version of creep yeah that's and people that's... were dying that was hilarious um yeah and I mean the numbers show that you have over 100,000 subscribers and 10 26 million total views more than that um so as far as like making content for that channel goes do you view the youtube channel as like a separate entity from the music because i know initially it wasn't or do they kind of go hand in hand um i would say they go hand in hand because i mean my biggest followings on youtube and uh and a lot of people on youtube that like actually subscribe to me and follow me know that i'm a musician and like they you know um but a lot of them also come from like memes like that like and i kind of use the memes as like a a tool to to promote myself in a way um like i i like making them they're fun to make and i think they're funny but like ultimately it's it's more about uh promotion so like it's like hey if you like if you like this you might like uh some of the music i make and blah 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 um but like another thing with that is that a lot of the times like all those videos blow up and and then you kind of like ask yourself like well what do people really want like what like like i i like making those videos and i upload them as much as i can um but like at the same time i'm like well i gotta find a nice balance between my fans that just like me for my music or like just like the music and then people that just like the stupid meme videos um so like there's a there's definitely a balance but there's also people that that like both um but like a lot of the the meme videos like bring people in and then turn the people that turn the people onto my music that otherwise just would be into it like regardless so like it's cool that 
like they go and check me out and then they find me and if they like me then they stick with me and then that's really all that's really all i need um so like they are very much hand in hand i'd say um but there's obviously there's a lot of content on my youtube that has nothing to do with my music um and what sucks is that sometimes the the really big stuff like that video that you mentioned um, I got to start watermarking my stuff more because like a lot, I literally will be scrolling on TikTok and I'll find one of my videos. Like I'll just scroll yeah. past it yeah, and like uh, my name won't be anywhere on it. And like people are just like saying this is hilarious. So this is hilarious. And since I don't really have a lot of followers on TikTok, um, in fact, my, my TikTok name is theater 2008. So it's like, <laughs> it's, it's not, it's not actually like a Billy Cobb account um, per se, but but it's it's me. So like whenever I see something like that, and I'll comment, I'll be like, "Hey, I made this," and nobody's gonna believe either two thousand eight <laughs> that they made this. Like, so so I try, but you know, it's hopefully. But the the, the the good thing though is that um, TikTok only allows up to sixty seconds. So sometimes those videos are a little bit longer, and they might not show the whole thing, and then they'll go up on YouTube and look it up and find it there. So that's pretty cool. Always uh, always comes back to Billy. Always yeah. Eventually, um, is it uh, something that's important to you? Uh, I know you said they kind of go hand in hand, but obviously there are a lot of videos on your YouTube channel that uh, um, I, I don't think I'm, I'm, I'm making too harsh of an accusation when I say that they are a little less serious than uh, your musical output. Um, monkeys and hats being an example. Yes. Um, is it? Do you view it as something important? to you to have like a less serious per se uh creative outlet like that uh yeah definitely I, I i like just fooling around and making stuff that is complete nonsense um i mean i just i just released a an ep not like like three months ago that uh very mixed reviews um of just complete like anarchist just just the most ridiculous stuff you can imagine of like just like this really experimental grimy kind of almost like screamy hip-hop stuff and it's just like a bunch of industrial noise and it's just like a bunch of stupid lyrics about like eating trash and stuff and so that was just completely not serious or whatever and i just made it for fun so that cut that so like and sometimes um Sometimes the, the silliness makes it into my music. Another fan favorite of mine is a song I have called I Want to Kick Baby Yoda in the Ribs, which is uh, just all what what you would Relatable. think it's about. So like that's so like, you know, it's it does cross over sometimes. I, I, I like being silly, you know, and then on top of that, your popularity on YouTube to the point where you're getting uh, grifted. It seems that your presence in certain online communities has bolstered the success of your music. Um, is filling a niche like the Zerwe project or making fun songs for YouTube um, something? Is that like just like finding an avenue and just just committing to it? Maybe not full send, but just to have that like inlet. Is that something that you'd recommend for other content creators or musicians I to gain traction? highly recommend it. If you're trying to get your music out to as many people as possible and you're just like trying to appeal to as many people as possible, then you're just going to be boring. You're, you're not putting out anything that like has any um, kick to it. Like if it appeals to as many people as possible, then what's interesting about that, you know? Um, so if you find, if you, if you start yourself with like a little cult following or, um, getting yourself into communities of things that you're interested in, like that you, that you, you're basically putting your personality into things that, um, other people also share that same personality with. Like if you're, if you're getting involved in these, um, subcultures that kind of, define who you are as well as all these other people in them then you'll kind of branch out from that but you'll start in these these smaller places that of these people that really resonate with you and you resonate with them and that's kind of that's kind of the best thing about it is that you find this small audience at first that you get a real you you understand you understand each other you get along with and then that just 
naturally branches out into other ones and and then those people share with other people and blah 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 so i definitely think that like having a target audience at first is is very key i guess on top of that are there any cons that you've noticed um uh it's not really um it, it, uh, like well kind of because a lot of times when people i i like i think about all the time how i could probably have like a million subscribers by now if i just spammed like stuff that i knew a lot of people would like or like stuff that i'm not particularly interested in but like for example like i like the the google autocomplete videos like i think they're funny and i have fun making them but if i just spammed them like actually i don't know the autocomplete yeah like yeah i would just become that guy but also just like it, it i i wouldn't want to do that and i but i would probably get a lot of views from that you know like so it, you also have to balance it with stuff that you want to do. So, and then sometimes when you do things that you want to do, it doesn't resonate with, with a, a lot of people. So that's, that's kind of the downside of sticking to those smaller crowds. But like I said, eventually it does branch out. So I definitely better, I mean, from my perspective to have a group of people that's there because they like all the stuff that you do, they like you because you're making what you make rather than just like, hi, oh, this guy's funny. He makes the auto correct. Those are my favorite people. <laughs> yeah. um, are there any other content creators out there using content, the term content very loosely that have been inspiring you lately or inspired you in the past? Um, that can be either videos or music or anything. Yeah. I mean, there's like, I, there's, a, there's a lot that I, I follow. There's a lot of like, cool artsy fartsy youtube channels that i follow that like i think are really cool uh, i think like one that's kind of kind of similar to me is like bill Wirtz a little bit like he's very 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 popular but like he he kind of has the same idea like he makes a lot of memes but he also does his own music and like and uh, another one that a lot of people know and love including myself like i really love is uh jack stauber he he also has a lot of uh popular just silly videos but he makes songs too like and, and his songs are actually pretty darn good uh, so like i th those those are two that like kind of fit in the same ballpark and that like i'm trying to be but at the same time i, I on my youtube channel i like to kind of upload whatever i want um just because it's you know it, it's it's just kind of a ch uh, a medium for me to express myself in whatever way possible whatever that is i definitely i feel you well you've survived gauntlet of uh of serious questions now we get to move on to some fun ones hopefully they're fun i think they're fun they're probably fun. um just act like they're fun it'll do a lot for my self-esteem um okay first off what's the most underrated weezer album i feel like i know your answer what does it start what's the, what's the first letter do you think w <laughs> <laughs> oh, you think it's you think no no no. I I think a hundred percent Hurley, twenty tens Hurley. Damn. Um I, I because a lot of people in the community just despise it. They think it's like one of the worst things that I've ever made. But like I, I actually love it. I think it's like at least a seven out of ten. It's got it's, it's got, got pretty much it. it's got it's hits. yeah, it's got like there's there's like maybe like two or so misses on it but like most of it's like really good it's i think it's got a lot of things that that you would want in a weezer album it's got uh fuzzy guitars like fun pumping beats cool icy synths uh, a passionate vocal performance the songwriting is decent dorky uh, lyrics yeah dorky lyrics it's got a lot of energy it's like it's a, it's very fun and it's just like a fun record to to just like yeah it's just like that's all it really yeah. is it's just something to have fun to and i also think it's like besides um okay human which just came out um it's like one of their most versatile instrument like instrumentally it's one of their most versatile records so i i think that one definitely gets way more hate than it deserves i i actually yeah. i used to be top five but now it's in sixth place for me but yeah it's 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 100 100 underrated I, I would I would agree. Definitely feels like a like a transitional. It's it's weird to say like a band that's kind of put out like albums that sound completely different. Like most of their albums like don't sound like one another. Like it yeah. still sounds like Weezer, um, but that they have like an album that feels like a, tra a transitional album. 
and that's yeah. always been early in my brain. Yeah. So you hinted, at your, you hinted at your top five. Now you got to give me your top five. All right. Well, I guess I have to. Uh, so number five would be everything will be all right in the end. Number four would be okay human. Number three would be white album. Number two would be Pinkerton, and number one would be their the classic Weezer Blue album. Yeah, of course. No love for Maladroit. No, I think if you ask me, Maladroit is their most overrated. Seriously, I that, think okay, well, that it's was like it's question. like in like <laughs> it's like eighth place for me. Um, it's 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 good. Not it's not that great. It's 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 okay. I think and I think I think something with Maladroit. I have this theory. Um, it's 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 kind of out there but like i think this also applies to hurley is that like i think the artwork for an album really uh gives the person an impression of what they're listening to i think maladroit's artwork looks really cool and in indie and stuff so i think yeah. that that attracts people to it more and like oh this album's really cool and then hurley at the has like a picture of uh what's his name like jerry garcia or whatever the actor's name is from lost who plays hurley and like it's just his face and i think that's just like that just turns a lot of people off and they just like yeah. oh this album's stupid like i don't know that's just a that's little theory enough. i have but i i do think maladroit is pretty good i just think it's not quite as good as people say it is it's an interesting point because when i was younger that's definitely what drew me to maladroit i'm like this this album cover looks crazy I should yeah and then it opens with the rap rock part, and I'm like, ah, maybe not. Yeah, it's it's um, it's kind of like it kind of falls into not quite as bland, but like the Green album for me is like a very boring album. It's just like definitely. very straightforward, very like cookie cutter pop rock, and I feel like a lot of that kind of carries over to Maladroit, but Maladroit has a little bit more of an edge to it, so it's a little bit better. But like it's kind of kind of hits that it kind of scratches the same itch a little bit. Word. Okay, we can't talk about Weezer forever even though I, I probably could but yeah i can um so well this is kind of weezer related what's the trick to nailing those matt sharp falsettos that is pretty re weezer related but <laughs> um <laughs> but but uh i don't know just i <laughs> it's I, I don't know if there is a trick to it just like go up an octave sing in falsetto an octave over the main the main lead and there you go and it's got to be like every other line you can't be yeah. like the whole time uh but yeah those those are definitely fun to do and they sound really cool and quirky i would agree with that so i'm kind of i might be putting you on blast here but i'm ready do you do the carl weezer voice yourself in those videos i do That's, of oh course God. internet celebrity right here really i know the, that one became very big um yeah I, I, i'm not I, gonna do it for you but i did do it <laughs> yeah you know you don't need to do it that's that's enough what if, wait what about the uh the duke new voice? i did that too you did that that was that was pretty good that's yeah that's slept on just brush. add a little bit of a bit crusher on it and there you go it's uh sounds like something off of the off of the super nintendo or whatever <laughs> yeah um when you first released the Zerwee stuff how many people thought that you were actually Rivers just playing a prank on everybody? <laughs> um, I don't think there was any a lot of people that actually thought it was Rivers, but like there was some there was people that were like, "Oh wow, this guy sounds so much like Rivers." And and um, personally, I I kind of hear it, but not really. I I think we sound pretty darn different, but um, but I don't know. Everybody's like everybody has different hearing abilities, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Like, yeah, I don't know. I was just watching like this video of these people that were taking a tone deaf um, test and they couldn't tell the difference between there was like a perfect fourth interval and they thought they were the same note. So everybody hears things differently. <laughs> okay. Okay. Moving away from music for a second. Um, from what I've gathered from your social media, uh, you're almost as big of a Fallout New Vegas fan as I am. Oh, yes. So, yes. <laughs> without thinking too hard, and this is very in the, uh, you know, it, it feels very up your alley. Can I get a Fallout New Vegas faction tier ranking? Oh, my way? goodness. I would love to. It's a great <laughs> question. I've actually been playing a lot of New Vegas. I've, I've been playing Same. the DLCs for the first time. Yeah. Uh, you've never, wait, you never played the adults? No, I I've, um, I've played I've played Lonesome Road. I played um, 
uh, I played everything except uh, I'm in the middle of Old World Blues. That's like, and that's supposedly like the best one. Yeah. And so far, it's really entertaining. But anyway, uh, factions. Um, all right, starting at the very bottom, I'd have to go with Caesar's Legion. Uh, I, I I don't like playing the bad guy. I I think that I don't like their idea that um, that uh, I don't like I don't like that they're a slave. Uh, you know they 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 have a bunch of slaves and they don't allow women to be in the legion. Like that's just obviously bad. <laughs> it's it's and, just like the edge lord. Uh, yeah, yeah. To, and a lot of people like idea. I I hate when people like say like oh they're the best option for the wasteland because they instill order and blah 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 and like they 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 know how to run things. Like no 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 no. no if they really, ran things, it would be a terrible terrible world. Your, your first exposure to them is them crucifying. Yeah, and burning down a village like <laughs> maybe um, not great. Yeah, okay. I, I I went and I went in and I killed moving. Caesar and, and blah blah blah. But yeah, all right. So, um, my next option would be I think um, my uh, second worst would probably be uh Mister uh, the or the Yes Man, um because I I, I it, the independent Vegas sounds nice, but it's a little it's kind of ungoverned and there's like a lot of uh rebellion and death and blah 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 so that's that's not all that great it's okay but it could be a lot better uh then i would go with the ncr uh i think the ncr has the right idea of rebuilding the country and having a better future but they're also pretty corrupt with like uh, shady arms dealings and having a pretty much a dictator a guy who's been running like four terms or whatever so like yeah. he's so like they they've had some some corruption in them but i think the best option in my opinion is mr house because uh mr house is he he knows what he's doing he invented yeah, so he's, much stuff in the fallout universe job. he's like he's got all this technology he knows how to build the future so i i go with him yeah i trust him it is fun to fun to kill him I always like that. Oh yeah, I went in and I killed him before just to see what it was like, and I kind of felt bad for him though. Yeah, I mean, he's just been the in the tomb all yeah. shriveled up. Um, yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. I'd, I'd probably agree with that. Uh, you seem to be an expert on this. Uh, what are your tips to staying cozy on Zoom calls? Um. Well, I, I don't know if I if I'm all I'm all that cozy very often, but. I guess I am. So my my advice to that would be, uh, don't care what you look like. Uh, just be as ugly as possible because nobody cares what you nobody cares what you look like. You're in a Zoom call with a bunch of students. Every nobody wants to be there. Everybody's in their pajamas or whatever. I'm in my pajamas right now, actually. Um, but like, like yeah, nobody really cares what you look like. And if somebody actually is looking at you for how attractive you are, if that's what you care about, then like chances are you look good already anyway. So, so it's it just 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 don't even care like a lot of people just kind of sit in positions where they're like oh i, I want to look i want to look good or i want to look cute and, and like yeah it's uh it's it's just don't worry about that just be comfortable it doesn't matter what a what a grounded and humbling take from mr billy cobb but on 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 to the next should my chemical romance release new music absolutely you think so um i do think so I, I, I mean, I, I've, I've been looking, it's, it's almost surreal to me that they're back yeah. together. I, for the longest time I was like, okay, this is the band that broke up. This is the band that doesn't exist anymore that we all know and love. And they, they, get, they got out this, where they could. They kind of had this legacy. And now that they're back together, it's like, why? Like, like, I know, like, I like it. I'm very happy about it, but like, we went through so much misery because of them breaking up and, and like, and they literally broke up with like a paragraph on their website. They're like, Oh yeah, we're gone now. See ya. Yeah. And, and now they're back. And it's just kind of surreal to me that they like, they're a, a band again. And I, and, and personally, I, I think that the live performances are cool. I was supposed to see them in Philadelphia, yeah. like what, like last September. And obviously that got postponed. Um, but uh, hopefully I do get to see them, but, but even though the concerts are cool and all my main passion is their music. So I, it would be really cool if they released just like one more, at least one more just killer record, like something yeah. super like, I don't know, it'd be cool if they did something super heavy and stuff like if they did like literally like that teaser that they did when they did their when they teased their reunion, that sounded awesome. Like if they just did more stuff like that. I'd be, yeah. I'd be perfectly happy. I agree. I agree. I really don't want them to break their, their track record because it's pretty solid at this no, point. No, I don't think they would though. I think they're, I think they're good enough to not to not do that i really don't 
don't want another fallout boy situation i i don't think i don't i don't think we'd have that with them because if you listen to their solo stuff they're all pretty oh yeah and, and keep in mind like fall i mean i fallout boys i'm not a huge fallout boy fan but like i never really thought they were all that special in my opinion but like my yeah. chemical romance has always been yeah. my I, chemical i know you my chemical heart. I'm sorry. Heart, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I know. I know that hurts a lot of people's hearts. But like, I, I think My Chemical Romance is just like such a unique band of that of that like outfit or like that scene. And like, I think they're they're just they have something else to them. They're more than no. just like a pop rock band. They they're true musicians. Like they know what they're doing. I think they I think they have the potential to make another excellent record. I I don't agree with the fallout boy take, but I agree very hard with the My Chemical take so on to more music that you're hopefully passionate about you mentioned collect records earlier get any cool new records lately i yeah i uh i just went to new hope the other day and i found a bin full of old records or whatever for pretty cheap and one that i found was um the soundtrack for american graffiti which is like one of my favorite movies ever. I think it's George Lucas's best movie. Sorry, Star Wars, but I, I think it is. And and the soundtrack is like it's got all these great '50s and '60s hits on them, like Beach Boys, uh, Chuck Berry, like you name it. It's it's and it's it's just such a cool thing to have on vinyl. Um, I just ordered a Microphones vinyl. Um, I, I have like a bunch of their stuff. I I, ha- I just bought a Desaparecidos vinyl. Read music, Spanish. Yeah. Um, Wait, the one with the like. The houses come, and stuff come but does it like did have you gotten it yet no i haven't got it yet word okay cool i have a copy of that and it comes with like a, a bonus seven inch and the lyrics oh. are in like a, a, a manila envelope that's cool very cool let me know when you get it before i get sidetracked uh can i get a discount code for the zone pre-order <laughs> i don't know if they exist i don't know i don't have any so okay okay well, sorry well, keep, keep me updated keep me updated it doesn't need to happen right all right now. okay so is there anything that you, Billy Cobb, want to plug before we go? Um, yeah, I guess so. Uh, just j- like just look up my name, Billy Cobb. It's not that hard to spell, C O B B. Um, Billy spelled with a Y, by the way. I know, like a lot of people, famous Billy spell it with I E, like Billy Joe Armstrong, Billy Eilish, Billy Joel. Uh, does Billy Joel spell it that way? I don't know, but um, uh, but yeah, like a lot of a lot of people spell it weird, but mine's B I L Y. Billy Cobb and just like look me up on YouTube and Spotify and all that blah 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 and uh, yeah I should be having a, another album out it's like spring or whatever it's a it's supposed to be a concept album about gay pirates um, nice so <laughs> that's the content we need right now yeah you're gonna, you're gonna save the world Billy Cobb I hope so well that looks like just about all we have time for unfortunately I feel like it talking for hours um but just a big big old thank you to the wonderful billy cobb uh you should check out his bear album which just released earlier this year that's at uh just billy cobb cobb.bandcamp.com you got that handle congrats to him um or pick up a copy of the of the zerly record over at uh needle juice they're selling those in their band camp and on their website so yeah thanks again to billy for coming by thanks to maria for co-hosting with me again and uh hope everybody has a nice day signing off